Welcome to an episode, another episode of What's New in Beauty. My name is Nia Lee, and I'm super excited to have you guys here. This is the series where we talk all new and exciting things happening in the beauty industry and just any topics in beauty your girl just is interested in talking about. So without further ado, let's jump straight into the episode because we've got a jam-packed show. So honestly, today's topics are really exciting. Um, I kind of gave you guys a little bit of a sneak preview a little bit in today's stories and so let's just jump off with the celebrity beauty brand launches and news because I feel like every single week almost for the last I feel like since I've been doing what's new in beauty some type of celebrity has been coming through and launching some sort of a product and the whole nine and so let's just jump straight in because when I saw this news, it was really exciting because I was like oh snap like I didn't know this was gonna happen but this kind of also like affirms or maybe maybe affirm isn't the right word confirms that uh sephora is really kind of like going full force with having influencers and celebrity beauty brands like in sephora like it's crazy i literally said this in last week's episode but because of the news of tracy ellis ross's pattern beauty launching in sephora last week thursday again it just confirms that so many people are just gravitated towards these celebrities and their brands and so it's actually interesting because like some people didn't even know who uh, Tracy Ellis Ross was I remember I, I think I like mentioned this to somebody and they're like who is that <laughs> they're like who is that and what is Powder Beauty and I was like oh my god like this is Tracy Ellis Ross's beauty brand like this is like the you know it's a huge thing everybody I mean I very mixed reviews with Powder Beauty it's always an interesting thing but she did a live on Sephora's Instagram with uh, Sephora beauty director Maisha if you haven't checked it out please do it's on their IGTV like I said there's a lot of mixed reviews when it comes to Powder Beauty right away uh, it seems to be you either hate it or you love it um, or you're just there to kind of support Tracy altogether um, I actually picked up the leave-in conditioner just so I could see what the hype was, to be quite honest. Um, so I'll definitely keep you guys updated about that. And honestly, I just wanted to shoot some content with it as well, too, because the packaging itself is stunning. Um, another update with Celebrity News. So Ariana Grande... Yes, Miss Ariana Grande is going to be launching her own beauty, ram, beauty brand called REM Beauty or REM Beauty, I believe it's going to be called. I don't know. There's like a period after each letter. So I'm assuming it's some sort of abbreviation. So it's going to be REM Beauty. And no one knows what it stands for, <laughs> myself included. Um, but a lot of people don't seem to be mad that she's creating a beauty line. Like all the time that I that I hear the conversation of celebrity beauty brands, it's always like, why is that celebrity doing that? Like, it's always like, why is the celebrity doing this? It seems like a cash grab. Get out of here. Um, but it's interesting to me for sure that she's going to be launching this beauty brand. Uh, no exact, you know, information about when it's going to come out and all that. They've started an Instagram page. Um, and a lot of people have been kind of speculating that the um, actual line it, you know, it might have eyeliner, it might have eyeshadow, like if anybody is an Ariana Grande fan, let your girl know like what is the what is something that you're excited? Maybe it's hair care. I don't know. You know what I mean? Maybe it's something in that line as well. Like a lot of the times we think beauty is going to be cosmetic and then it ends up being like hair care or something like that. And Ariana, Ariana is actually like known for also doing like perfume as well. So maybe it's a, her own perfume. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It could be so, so many things. Appreciate everybody coming through as well. And joining me for What's New in Beauty, I'm doing the podcast as well. So <laughs> 
if you're wondering what this setup is, it's so I can have some decent audio because I know if anybody has been listening to the podcast, which a ton of you guys have, and I've been seeing the download, so I appreciate you for doing so. We're going to get better with audio though. <laughs> we got to, we got to do it better. We got to do it big. Okay. So next in line for celebrity beauty. So we did our Ariana right? Ariana launching her brand. Tracy Ellis Ross getting launched uh, in Sephora with her brand Pattern Beauty. Um, And then also Rosie Huntington Whitley. So, or Whiteley, I believe that's what it is. And if you know who she is, she is, I believe she used to be a Victoria's Secret model and left modeling to just kind of do her own thing. She actually started a uh, kind of, what what would you kind of say? It's kind of like a beauty forum or a beauty page called Rose Inc. in 2016. I actually didn't know that it was like that long ago, Uh, but she launched her actual beauty brand now. So she set the foundation with Rose Inc. kind of being like, if you know anything about like Kourtney Kardashian's Poof brand, I believe it's kind of similar to that or like even Gwyneth Paltrow and Goop, even though I'm not not a big fan of Goop. But uh, she actually launched Rose Inc. uh, And it actually launched in Sephora as well. And I was like, oh, my God, Sephora is really like snatching up all these celebrity beauty brands and these influencer beauty brands. So, again, if you guys haven't checked out last week's episode, I talked about that. Um, Actually, it's not out on the podcast yet, but it is in my IGTV. So definitely check that out because I'm talking about how Sephora is just snatching up all these influencer brands. But, yeah, so Rosie Huntington Whiteley, she launched her beauty brand Rose Inc. uh, at Sephora and it actually launched last week so August 27th and like I said the actual brand itself has a collection called the Modern Essentials Collection it claims to be the epitome of the no makeup makeup trend featuring a blend of botanical like sea fennel extract vitamin E sugarcane derived squalane a few synthetic ingredients to create balanced formulas that Rose Inc says are non-comedogenic Shout out to that. The collection has refillable packaging made of glass, sugarcane based plastics, and 30% hemp-based cartons so so many things so many exciting things there and the products actually range between 18 and 72 bucks which is like not totally wild considering it's Sephora and also considering like this is you know it's average pricing you know what I mean like some of these brands out here like makeup's just expensive y'all we just have to understand it's either you go to Sephora or you go to the drugstore and even the drugstore is kind of getting a little expensive uh the products actually include a toner vitamin c serum eyebrow gel hydrating concealer lip and cheek color cream blush pigmented lipstick crayon very much your no makeup makeup it's I, it's also kind of giving me a little bit of rare beauty a little bit ever so slightly I don't know I think it's just because the packaging but to, again just to kind of see these celebrities just kind of do their thing you know I had a conversation with a friend of mine because at the end of the day celebrities will always have the leverage when it comes to like them getting into the beauty world like a lot of people will say oh you know like I I'm tired of celebrities doing this beauty brand stuff and I'm just over here kind of like sis these celebrities if it's going to bring them coin they are going to go ahead and do it you know what I mean I can't knock their hustle you know what I mean like if I had millions and millions of dollars you best believe I would start my beauty brand like ASAP you know what I mean so at the end of the day I ain't mad at these celebrities especially the ones that are like models or actresses or singers or whatever because like they all kind of deal within the lane of makeup altogether. but you know at the end of the day it does have to make sense so my whole thing with like celebs is like is the thing that you're actually launching making sense? You know what I mean? Like Tracy Ellis Ross doing Pattern Beauty makes sense because her hair is very big. It's 
curly. It's just all the things. Uh, who else is out there that has celebrity? Like even Rare Beauty and Selena, you know what I mean? Like she, I love Rare Beauty. I'm actually wearing their blush right now, but they also like, that makes sense. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, I remember I was, Talked, talked about this a couple episodes ago how like Scarlett Johansson's launching her beauty brand and the girls were like why <laughs> they were like what we've never Scarlett doesn't even have uh you know she doesn't have Instagram you know what I mean like how are we you know how is she gonna be doing the beauty thing but neither here nor there if it makes sense financially which I said as well like beauty is clearly where the money resides so if you're a you know even A-Rod has like a little bit of a beauty line as well right like baseball guy super business guy so I'm just telling y'all like celebs beauty brands influencer beauty brands this is where the money resides so just jumping into the next topic as well and appreciate everybody for coming through as well this is what's new in beauty we just finished talking about all the celebrity launches and news and everything exciting happening over there just rich people things uh <laughs> you know what i mean and so jumping right into the next topic i was actually really excited about this and this was kind of sort of like oldish kind of news and when i say oldish i mean it came out like a couple weeks ago but i hadn't talked about it i had seen the news I tagged it I pinned it and everything so I'm like I need to make sure that I talk about this so Pinterest adds a new search tool to help you narrow your hair inspiration searches by hair pattern when you search for hairstyles new filter options for coily curly wavy and straight textures as well as shaved and bald and protective styles will appear under the search bar and this is actually interesting and really really dope because it just goes to show you at the end of the day that Pinterest is really listening. Like they're actually listening and seeing the searches and being very aware that like this is something that a lot of people are searching for and they're just making it easy for people. And so according to an article in The Verge, the filters should be particularly useful for people of color looking for styles tailored to their hair textures. And Pinterest also says that they create that they were created with black, brown and Latinx people in mind. So kudos to Pinterest for understanding the assignment. Can I get an amen? <laughs> and the hair pattern feature uses computer vision powered object detection to determine which hair types are shown in hairstyle pins. We they, and again another quote from them is that they we they said we built hair pattern search with in-house AI on top of our foundational computer vision technology that is used in visual search and shopping and the company says its algorithm has detected hair patterns in over 500 million images on the platform. So once again, Pinterest understanding the assignment, right? And then on top of that as well too, really dope that they again are just looking at the data. You know what I mean? Like a lot of the times we feel like, oh, what are these brands actually really doing? Are they even paying attention? Like a lot of the times it's like, you know, when they launch something or something happens, we're like, who is even in the room? Who is even making these decisions? But it seems to me that Pinterest actually is looking at their research saying like, hey, a lot of people are looking for hair patterns and texture and looking for things like coily and curly and wavy and all that. And let's just make it easy for them. You know what I mean? Like, again, this is really dope. And again, just even for myself as well, too. Like, I've got short hair. It's kinky, coily. Uh, yeah. And so this is going to be really great for me as well, too. So shout out to Pinterest again for understanding the assignment. Uh, it rolled out. Uh, it will be rolling out across desktop and iOS and Android apps over the coming weeks. And the filters will be available in the U.S., Canada and the U.K., Ireland, Australia and New Zealand first before expanding. Oops, excuse me. <laughs> Before expanding to other countries 
in the coming months. And so again, this actually builds on their skin tone search filter, which they actually introduced in again, 2018. So again, filter is just really, 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 really um, doing their thing. You know what I mean? And I'm just like all the way here for it. And uh, once again, shout out to my girl, Laura, who is either still in here or, you know, appreciate you coming through girl. Uh, I loved A-Rod's launch. Shout out to that as well, too. Like, I think he did it, like, pretty seamlessly. And I feel like it's also kind of mums the word a little bit with him. Uh, but again, back to Pinterest. I, again, it just goes to show you that these brands are actually paying attention. So... I don't know. Maybe it's something as well, too, that maybe people kind of in the boardroom. Again, it's like who's also in the boardroom as well. You know what I mean? Really, really dope of Pinterest to go ahead and do that. And, you know, I'm not going to hold y'all like my social media consumption these days is like Instagram, YouTube. And that's about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm not on the Pinterest. I'm not really like on the TikTok that much. Uh, Facebook, all that kind of stuff. But this is kind of making me excited to do Pinterest. And I will lie when I, and I won't lie when I do like mood boards and stuff like that for clients, I will usually go on Pinterest and create some type of a mood board. And so this is really exciting. You know what I mean? So again, shout out to Pinterest for just, again, understanding the assignment and creating this kind of filter and this kind of, you know, specific search to make it easy for the girls out here. You know what I mean? Cause that's really what it is all about. And so appreciate everybody again for coming through. We're doing what's new in beauty, baby. We're talking Pinterest and their new hair, pattern search tool we just finished up talking about celebrity launches and last but not least very excited to talk about this topic so i saw an article in vogue business and if you guys don't follow vogue business make sure you follow vogue business on instagram i don't even know how i came across their instagram but as soon as i did I immediately followed because they're giving all the tea so i saw an article that they did uh talking about how brands are cultivating hyper loyal customers through the power of making them shareholders can we just allow that to sink in you know what i mean i'm gonna say it again Vo uh, there was an article in, Bo in vogue business that discusses how brands can cultivate hyper loyal customers through the power of making them shareholders. And this is really exciting for a lot of reasons. And I'm going to even specifically even tell you why. So it seems to be that there's an approach uh, that's sparking a lot of interest within the beauty space as the competition to create long-lasting relationships with customers is particularly intense. And a lot of brands is what I'm even noticing as well, too, is especially everything that happened with the pandemic, like, you really got, you really had to make a decision about how you wanted to spend your coins, especially myself as well, too. Like, I wasn't just spending my coins with any and everybody, right? So the conversation of long-lasting relationships and brand loyalty and customer loyalty and all that is super like this is a really intense thing and I you know even just from the marketing side I can see that as well too and so what the article also detailed was that customers who were given fractional shares in U.S. cosmetics retailer Ulta right Ulta Beauty because the girls we got to shop for beauty products <laughs> always. So yes, customers who were given fractional shares in U.S. Co cosmetics retailer Ulta increased their monthly spend by 67 percent, according to a two-year pilot study by fintech firm Bumped, 
again, as seen by Vogue Business. Uh, ownership changes the sentiment behind the transaction, says Amy Dunn, bumps VP of Marketing and Communication. And again, the conversation as well, like this loyalty that, you know, these brands are talking about and, you know, just putting into the air is very contingent on companies creating two-way conversations with customers, incentivizing them with rewards and cultivating the feeling that they have a stake in the business. And I'm not even going to hold y'all, okay? Y'all are going to get some tea from me. I've been really like trying to up my stocks game a little bit. Shout out to Wealth Simple for making it very easy for your girl and for everybody. I have been saying to myself, I want to start owning stocks in these companies, especially these companies that are, you know, I'm spending a lot of money with, you know what I mean? Like Uber's next, you know what I mean? Because it's like getting a little ridiculous. But Ulta stock is something that I am looking into a lot. And it's a pricey stock. It's not super duper expensive, but it's up there. And this is exciting because if they are giving if they are giving customers this opportunity to have shares in their company, that's huge. And if you think about it as well, too, if you have ownership or some part of ownership in a company, you know, you're obviously going to go ahead and use their products and shop from them and like build that, you know, build that portfolio up and build that stock up even more. Right. So I think this is really dope for so many reasons. And they also have other examples as well here of how brands can essentially go ahead and build this kind of like, you know, almost hyper loyal customer. And two of the examples that they actually gave was beyond loyalty and also emotional partnerships. And so again, so if you guys are aware of Michelle Fawn, Michelle Fawn is like an OG beauty YouTuber who left quite a bit ago and started her own cosmetics brand, M Cosmetics. Uh, M Cosmetics is a partnered, is partnered with a reward site called Loli or Lolly. I think it's actually, yeah, it might be Lolly. So M Cosmetics is actually partnered with a reward site called Lolly, which allows shoppers to gain fractions of Bitcoin known as, I don't know how to pronounce that one. I think it's like Satoshi's or something in relation to that. Maybe it's just like a name that they use uh, when they actually shop. So essentially what is happening here is you have notable brands, very like Gen Z focused brands like M Cosmetics that understand that, you know, people are having Bitcoin conversations, you know, especially like Gen Z and like even millennials, like we're very tapped in to crypto and how like valuable crypto is. And obviously some people will say, oh, you know, it's not, it's all gimmicks and whatnot. I also have some crypto as well. Just letting you all know. And I also have Bitcoin <laughs> just a little bit. But what I'm essentially just trying to say is this is really dope that M Cosmetics is going ahead and doing this and essentially giving their shoppers this opportunity to gain this type of fraction in Bitcoin. Another example that they're kind of saying to create this kind of hyper loyal customer is emotional partnerships, which I think is could probably be a lot more attainable, uh, especially for you guys out here who are actually watching or listening, especially if you're a small beauty brand or maybe mid sized tier or maybe you're a little bit bigger. Uh, because specifically they give this example, a London based cosmetic line called my beauty brand, which if you haven't checked out my beauty brand do because their, their whole like concept is them essentially partnering with influencers to create co-branded collections that essentially 
are boosted by influencers built-in audience with 30% of the sales actually coming from return returning customers. So it's actually really insane that, you know, at the end of the day, like these emotional partnerships, you know, these influencer partnerships, especially like I, you guys know, I talk about influencers all the time, literally, because they are honestly the future as well as video marketing. And I think it's really dope that a lot of these brands are understanding that you need to be emotional with your partnership. You need to start linking up with these influencers who have tons of audience already and loyal audience members like how else do you create loyal customers if not with loyal followers and audience members and community members that these influencers already have instead of you sitting there and doing it from scratch and the beyond loyalty conversation as well is really exciting especially because if you're creating again this kind of cool opportunity where you're allowing people to gain fractions in bitcoin allowing people to have shares in your company that's going to make you just super excited to go ahead and just like think better like think bigger than where you're currently at right now and you guys know I love talking about brands that just do things in a very visionary kind of way and another thing that they also mention here lastly is ultimately the key to hyper loyalty will vary between brands depending on their specific customers but brands ooh, excuse me <laughs> your girl I haven't eaten anything today. It's crazy. Uh, but brands should have their focus on returning customers, which if you know, when it comes to just like business, returning customers are everything because those are the individuals that are going to go ahead and sing your praises. But I think, again, the other conversation, again, is giving them shares, giving them an opportunity to feel like they own something, right? Ownership is like a really big conversation that a lot of people are having because we're tired of feeling like we're spending all this money at the end of the day and nothing's happening. Like, the day that Sephora opens up their stock, like I'm there, you know what I mean? Because like, how much money do we all spend at Sephora? How much money do we spend in Amazon? How much money do we spend in all these companies at the end of the day? And what would be, it would be really exciting for us to go ahead and continue to shop with these individuals if they were going to give us ownership, right? Um, not that, you know, a lot of these brands are going to go ahead and do that, but I think Ulta, they're in a really good standing point. I also mentioned this in another episode, a couple episodes back that Ulta is actually going to be partnering with Target to go ahead and create this like really dope beauty experiences that are going to be in target stores all together and the girls were excited like they were excited they were like i'm already shopping at ulta already i'm already shopping at target already this is super exciting so i really thought that that was really dope and something that i also had saw over the weekend was jackie Ina. shout out to her she is a very she's like probably one of the i feel like one of the most well-known beauty gurus like in this kind of time especially when it comes to because she's been on the platform for so long like 11 plus years now and i actually like the recent video that i just saw that she did was a partnered video or a sponsored video with ulta and it was about the ulta and target partnership and I think it's just super, super exciting to just see brands, again, using the influencer marketing, using the fact that so many people are in love with these places and giving them shares and giving them opportunities to feel like they're a part of the actual, you know, fiber of this actual company and not thinking to themselves, oh, we need to just be so separate. We need to be so singular because no, because at the end of the day, that doesn't work anymore. Like you can tell the brands that just never understood the assignment, never could evolve, never could pivot. And now they're either closing up shop or they're having to do like other weird stuff to like, you know, now kind of supplement the fact that they're not even relevant anymore. You know what I mean? So like I think M Cosmetics, again, doing the the Bitcoin partnership and, you know, 
whatnot is super smart and it keeps them relevant. I mean, they're already a successful brand. Same thing with Ulta, again, giving people the opportunity to do that. You can already see because these people have shares in it, they were already going to shop at, they were already going to shop at Ulta already. But the fact that they now have shares in it as well just makes it super exciting. And I'm just all the way here for it, again, with just everything that's happening. I'm all the way here for people getting their money. I'm all the way here for even just people like myself having the opportunity to even just have shares in Ulta, you know what I mean? I mean, if Ulta was in Canada, you best believe I'd be all the way up in Ulta, you know what I mean? Because Ulta's selling all the brands that Sephora is selling, you know what I mean? And Sephora's just a little pricey for your girl. So I'm just like, they got to chill just a little bit, just a little bit. All right, so just going to some of you guys' comments here as well, too, because I know you guys were coming through. Laura says, I use Pinterest for wedding guest hairstyles. Shout out to Pinterest, man. This is going to be exciting for that. And now you can, like, tailor it and filter it depending on, like, the hair texture as well, too. So that's very, very exciting. My girl Azetta said, love using Pinterest for mood boards, too. Absolutely. There are tons of brands that are raising. Absolutely. It makes sense to be shareholders. I completely agree. Uh, but the thing is, a lot of these brands are going to go ahead and do that. You know what I mean? Because a lot of these brands still operate with this mentality that, like, we can't have the customers knowing everything. We can't have them a part of all making, you know, little thousands off of the millions that we're making. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, stuff like that is just like, it's so dated to even think that to even even think that way you know what I mean because at the end of the day like these are the individuals that are making sure that there's money going on money going in your pocket and making sure you got you're living the lavish life that you got to live you know what I mean we know what happens when a brand when people cancel a brand and how things go very south you know what I mean so you'll notice the difference between these brands that are just really kind of out there and really kind of just also you know pivoting with the times and understanding at the end of the day that it doesn't have to be all a secret you know what I mean I think we learned that over the 2020 period that all the brands that were keeping things hush hush people just didn't feel a good sense to them because we were all in the house we were all looking to see who was doing behind the scenes we were all looking to see who was actually talking to us like we were actual human beings you know what I mean and you'll notice some of these brands started like making a little bit of changes to the things that they were doing and now they've kind of set it in stone and so it's just really exciting to kind of see how that's all come together and how now they're actually making these strides to really have people feel like they are a part of the process. My beauty brand is like Cody. Shout out to Cody. I have uh, stocks in Cody as well, too. <laughs> I'm having stocks in all like the beauty-ish things, y'all, because I I spent a lot of money in beauty and I definitely want to be a part of the conversation. Great ways to change the marketing game. Absolutely. I think something that I love even just talking about on what's new in beauty specifically is just like all the moves that these beauty brands are making in the lane of marketing, because at the end of the day, you know, that is what we are seeing. That is my lane. That is my expertise. And then on top of that as well, too, like I also want you to hear it from like me telling y'all and saying like at the end of the day, you can also make these moves as well, too. And so with all that being said, y'all, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of What's New in Beauty. Once again, let me know how you're enjoying the episode. Let me know what beauty news you're super excited about. And of course, I will join you guys next week, Monday, or maybe the Monday after for another episode of What's New in Beauty. It will all depend, again, on these topics as well. Like I said, I want What's New in Beauty to be more of a conversational piece. I don't necessarily want it to always be, you know, what new lipstick is dropping or that brand launched a palette. You know what I mean? I want it to be a little bit more of a deeper conversation. And so, as always, I appreciate y'all, and I will catch you next week, Monday, or 
the Monday after that as well, too. So if not, I've got it at least 20, 18 to 20 episodes that you guys can catch up on. So y'all won't miss me. (laughs) 